It's time for the Shoeshine Mike Radio Hour, brought to you by Arrowhead BMW. And now for a fresh take on news, pop culture, sports, and events about the city, here's Shoeshine Mike. And good morning, Phoenix, Arizona. Good morning, and it's starting to cool off a little bit. We heard on the weather that, okay, you know, let's kind of keep an eye on it, but no, we're going to enjoy the cool. It was beautiful this morning. Welcome to the show today. The Shoeshine Mike Radio Hour is sponsored by Arrowhead BMW. Right off the 101 Freeway in Union Hills Drive, we'll have Mobile in the second segment, and we will talk about the dealership and the great cars that they have out there, okay? Programming note, the University of Texas at El Paso will be at Arizona tonight, down there in Tucson. The pregame's at 6.30, and kickoff is at 8 p.m. here on 1100 KFNX. I want to open with a couple of things. One, I want to say um, we have a birthday coming up. And um, her name is Mary, and she lives in South Dakota, and she's a wonderful person. She's also my baby's sister. So, Mary, you're turning another year, and we love you. And I remember when you came home from the hospital and you fit in my hand, and it was just so, so cool. And still love you to this day, baby. Okay, we have an event coming up. Now, we have the Homeless Engagement Lift Partnership, and they are it's a charity that's very sponsored by Arrowhead BMW for the community work, and they love these people, and they love them back. They are having a Fall in Love with Giving gala fundraiser. It is at uh, uh, Dulce Events at 9343 Ishe Boulevard at Suite B135, and that's Saturday, September the 30th, 2023. They have a hosted cocktail party starting at 5.30. The program starts at 6 p.m. It's a wonderful program. It's something I would suggest. People have um, ideas and help charities. This is the one. These are the people that, like, help children. They make snacks for kids to take home from school, uh, thousands of them a month. I'm not kidding. Thousands a month. And these kids have something to eat when they get out of school, waiting for the parents to come home and cook dinner. And they're wonderful, wonderful. Don Marie and Michael two of the finest people I know on this earth. So once again, fall in love with giving, and it's at the Dulce events, September 30th, 5.30 is the cocktail party, 6 o'clock the event starts, it's at 9343 East Shea Boulevard, Suite B135, Scottsdale, Arizona, and you can also donate or find out more about this event by going to www.helpingthehomeless.org helpingahomeless.org, and it's just a very, very worthy thing. Now, I'd also like, there's an event I'm going to tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow afternoon, okay, at the Footprint Center, and it's called Cortillo with Cirque du Soul. And when I saw the description and the story, and I could not believe they're pulling this off, um, there's a clown, very, very popular clown in this town, and his name is Cortillo. And he's, you know, very, very strongly loved, one day he's sitting there and he's, he's imagining his own funeral procession, right? He, a man's in, and it's got a huge parade with flying angels and lots of festivities and lots of fun going on. And um, first off, I think it's kind of weird for someone to do that, but I, I'm still pretty cool for a story because it's Cirque du Soleil. These are people who defy gravity. These are people that have, I don't know where they get their aerobics from, but I saw love when I was in, in Vegas and it was on the Beatles, and it was just off the chart 
wonderful, and I love their performances, as many people do. <clears throat> so, like I said, it's in a huge parade with flying angels, and there's a, a blend under the big top, right in Footprint Center there. This is going to be gorgeous there. I can't wait to see this. They blend his pass with his passing under the big top, and the visuals are awesome, and uh, I think um, it's a perfect venue. Right, a perfect venue because you can see the trapeze high. <laughs> you see, can you see that? Uh, you know, we got production Steve on, on the board today. Uh, could you imagine that? How cool that has to be! Oh, it's got to be a sight, it's got to be a sight. A bunch of angels flying around and, and uh, a parade procession for a clown. And I'm wondering, my thought is too, one question I'll have when I get there is I wonder if there's going to be a parade of clowns there also who take off on Circuit de Soul flips and whops and flying through the air with the greatest of ease. Um, that's sort of a show, but it sounds like it's very, very high choreographed as usual. Tickets start at $54, which is not bad at all for a four-hour event in the Footprint Center. And uh, you can get those at Ticketmaster. You can also call Footprint Center at 602-379-7800. Once again, that's tomorrow from 1 to 5 in the afternoon. Perfect time for it on a Sunday, too. Perfect time for it, too. I am skipping a little football to watch that. You know? To How go dare there. you? Yeah, <laughs> I know, huh? And uh, But it starts at 1. So, like, basically, my, my game should be over. But, you know, my Lions in Seattle should be over. You're the important one, right? That's the important one to me. Yeah, that's the important one to me. Although, it's, we're going to get up more of this in sports, you know. But uh, we might have a little discussion when I'm done with this here because we'll have two minutes left. Uh, but once again, Cortillo, Circuit de Sol, Footprint Center. Go and enjoy it. You know, it takes really, and Steve's known me quite a while, it takes something real heavy duty to take me away from football. No, it sounds fantastic. And the, I mean, the weather's going to be, you know, better than it has been the last few weeks. So. That's what I'm saying. It, it, the weather's good. It's not overly hot. You know, we. Um, how many times have we told people when they're going to concerts and stuff to hydrate and they still don't? You know, but um, nobody ever takes that advice. They really don't because they think, all right, you know, I'm attuned, or right, I'm I'm attuned to Arizona, and I can drink a bottle of water in the morning. I'll it's, be fine. it's different when you get out there, though. It is insanely different. And I, how many people, how many times, Stephen, on on the news, we've seen people who got lost or stranded, had to be rescued from heat exhaustion, uh, and it's a horrible thing too. Yeah, far, heat, far too many, yeah. yeah. Yeah, heat attack is terrible. I mean, you really go through some crazy on it, and uh, it's not worth it. So. Be prepared. Go to the Footprint Center to see Cirque du Soul, whom I love so much. And, uh, I mean, they've been around long enough. I remember seeing them on Ed Sullivan. You know, you weren't even thought of yet. I mean, this is, we're going back a few years there. And just like me, he had a really big shoe. <laughs> Did I just say that? Did I walk into that like that? <laughs> Here on KFNX, I said, big shoe on the Shoe Shine Mike Radio Hour. Okay, let's do that. Real quick, because we got a couple of minutes and, um, the excitement on football right is really at a peak. I haven't seen so many people excited about football coming back, and probably because it's a horrible summer. <laughs> but I'm on a trip with my Lions, the Cardinals. Uh, I was going to say the Lions. You should be very excited. I mean, to tell you, when we beat Green Bay last year in Lambeau, and then we beat uh, Kansas City in Arrowhead. I was going to say, I mean, going into the offseason, you had some hype. You, you, you have a good draft. You, you got you got some good talent coming up. Oh, my goodness. Week it, one, you... Uh, and, you, and the other thing that gets me, you remember how we were not during the draft for picking the wrong time or they don't, we don't see the value in them. All four of the rookies were fantastic, right? Jamar Gibbs running right through there and 
Brian Branch with a pick six, Larry Laporta with the blacks, and Jack Campbell with three blocked passes. And I'm saying, okay, we picked him at the wrong spot, huh? Yeah, just, I mean, th- you, you look at your, you, you took Akuda just a few years ago, and you yeah, know, he had promise when you guys move him out. Look, looks like a fantastic move right now, you know, in Atlanta. Yeah. And let's look at Andrew Swift with Philly. When they put Diane Swift over to Philly, he had 175 yards rushing the other night. Looks great. And I like that about Brad Holmes. He always said that if he trades somebody, he's going to tell them where they're going. They want him to be in a spot where they can succeed. Mm-hmm. He's always done it. Did it with Matthew Stafford to begin with. Yeah, and so it's a fresh change to the Lions being run well, you know. It, it really is. But the other thing is, too, look at the free agents we got this winter. And they all wanted to come to Detroit, you know. They all wanted to come to Detroit, folks, and it's just it's just an insane thing, you know, and we're not used to that. I'm a Lions fan. We're not used to that. Then I find out, and it happened this week, that Ford Field is totally sold out for the entire season, and the only tickets left, you know, the, the only tickets you can get now are uh, standing room only tickets, you know. I, I was just saying the only tickets you can get now in Detroit, Steve, are standing room only. That's yeah, fantastic. I, I just That's fantastic think, for this. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry if I talk about it too much, but I am, I am a Lions fan. I'm 72 years old, and I've waited years and years and years for this to come along. You know. No, I mean, you got excitement for there and Michigan. So. Yeah, that's it. The, the excitement's wonderful, and it's about time I feel this way about my team. We're getting ready to go on break here, ladies and gentlemen. Grab another cup of coffee. Enjoy the scenery. Mo Bella's next. Bye. <laughs> And we are back. The Shoeshine Micro Radio Hour here on a beautiful Phoenix day. Coming to you from 1100 KFNX. There are questions we get. Uh, people ask me about BMWs or ask me about certain vehicles. And I'm going to ask that question to Mo Bell this morning. Plus, we are also going to talk in the next segment about the Cubs and the D-backs. And Mo, being a Cubs fan, we will check on that. Mo Bell, are you there, brother? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? We're doing terrific. Production Steve is in for Chet today. And uh, you heard me talk about it. And then um, when I do the uh, commercial for BMW, and I talk about sales staff with personality, and you're at the top of the list as far as I'm concerned. But what a lot of people have talked to me about lately, Mo, is battery life in an electric vehicle. Can we expand on that a bit? Sure. Uh, first off, I wanted to clarify one thing for our listeners. I'm not a Cub fan. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was I, waiting for it. I did that purposely. I, I, I don't I don't root against them because they're from Chicago, but yeah. I'm a White Sox fan. Yeah, you're a South, yeah. White Sox fan. You're a South Side guy. I couldn't wait to say that because exactly. I knew you were a Sox fan. And, uh, and yeah. being a Tigers fan, we hate the Sox more than the Cubs. Anyway, so back to business. <laughs> uh, we got uh, one thing about the BMW, whether it be a hybrid or an electric vehicle, um, a lot of people are concerned with the heat. And keep in mind, BMW, as well as other manufacturers, they test these vehicles under extreme circumstances. Mm. But to, for our listeners out there, to, so they can have a peace of mind of how and what a BMW is all about in, when it comes to the battery life, our batteries are cool because there's no engine in the car. So the, what BMW has done is they've taken technology, you know, the engine coolant that you use to cool the engine down? Sure. We use, we use that to cool the batteries down because oh. it's a refrigerant coolant. So, therefore, because there's no engine, it doesn't get hot. So, it just circulates throughout the vehicle through a cooling system, which keeps the batteries cool. Okay. Now, is this on other cars where the battery would heat up because they don't have that kind of system? 
Well, I, I'm unfamiliar with other competitions, but I can tell you on a BMW, uh, it's in, the batteries are encased in a magnesium and aluminum case underneath okay. the chassis of the car. And on top of the batteries themselves inside that case is a coil system that runs throughout the vehicle, and it keeps the batteries cool wow. while operating. Oh, that's cool as heck. Okay. And, and now they said uh, battery power, battery life, but that's pretty much telling us it's pretty much double the life of some other batteries because oh, of the yeah. coolant. Uh, on a BMW, it's eight years, 100,000-mile warranty on the batteries. Whoa, okay. Oh, that, that really puts it eight years. Yes. Oh. And so, for example, in, in an IX, there's 12 battery cells underneath the chassis. So if one battery cell goes bad, they just simply take that cell out, replace that cell, and you just go on. Oh, my if goodness. The batteries at any given, yep, if the batteries at any given point cannot charge over 80%, I'm talking about the cells as a whole, uh -huh. BMW will go in there and see which cell is bad and replace that cell so the batteries can retain that 100% charge. Okay, now nine times out of ten, BMW owners I know trade in every at least uh, sometimes once every year, but mostly the two to three years they trade their cars in. So before that eight-year warranty is out, a lot of people have traded their car in already. Correct. And that, that eight-year warranty stays in effect for the next buyer. That's it. That's so, my next question. Yes, Very it good. does. Yes, that's correct. If they buy a two- or three-year-old electric or hybrid vehicle, uh -huh. that warranty follows to the next owner. That's, that is awesome. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. And a lot of people who are listening right now are very happy hearing that information. I know they are. And then this is in um, your electric vehicles and hybrids. Okay, are all. Mm -hmm. Okay, so all of them have that. And the warranty goes on even if it's a CPO, certified pre-owned. Turns into a certified pre-owned, I'm pretty sure, yes. if they take care yes. of it properly. Correct. And even if they don't purchase the certified pre-owned electric or hybrid, the warranty is still in effect. If they buy a two-year-old or three-year-old electric or hybrid vehicle, uh -huh. the next owner picks up the remaining of that factory warranty. That is so cool. That's really good to know. Um, okay, mm -hmm. now um, I want to go. You're talking about CPOs, and I told somebody the other day that it's a 172-point inspection on that car, and she wants to hear it from you. Would you let Kathleen know that there's a 172-point inspection on that car? No, she's listening. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Kathleen. But I wanted to uh, reiterate it. Uh, with BMW, in order for a car to be classified as a CPO, which is Certified Pre-Owned Vehicle, the vehicle has to go through over 172-point inspection. That means we cannot even certify the car if it doesn't have two key fobs. It has to have, you know, uh, various different things to make it a CPO. All right. The tire tread has to be pretty close to new. It has to be over 5 millimeters. Wow, okay. The brake pad has to be over 6 millimeters. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And so, therefore, uh, when you buy a CPO BMW, you can you're buying a peace of mind. Yeah, that is that's a, yeah. I've got to ask you this then: if with all those inspections, uh, how long does it take one of the techs to go through that? Well, because um, that's that's, that's a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, they're ASE BMW certified, so they're very proficient when it comes to looking into the vehicle. So uh -huh. the average vehicle, the average three series is about two, two and a half hours. The average five series is about the same. Uh -huh. uh, you get really intricate when you go into the seven and eight series. I believe that. I believe that because those are intricate cars and are gorgeous cars. And they also have yes, the greatest, greatest sound system. Great, uh, The best I've ever heard the car in my life. And uh, Yeah, uh, the... Yeah, it's called Bowers and Wilkins. Yeah, right. I was talking to one of the salesmen once, and we were talking about the sound system. It might come here with me, and he turned it on, and uh, oh God, he put on Pink Floyd, and uh, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I wanted it in my car immediately. 
Put that in my Mazda right now. Um, exactly. All right. So we got a couple of seconds left now. You're talking about. Let's let's talk about something related with you. The Chicago Bears need to win tomorrow. They're well, playing Tampa Bay. I mean, they they can't. You know, they can't be like they were last week. I don't think. I think they'll show up this week and play. Uh, but by the same token, I, you know, at the end of the day, they're professional athletes. Yeah. And it's amazing. I mean, I played football, ran track and field, played some basketball in high school and college. And, and I can tell you, I played for the love of the game and the uh-huh. comp- competition and the camaraderie with my peers. These guys are multimillionaires. And it seems like you just can't show up to play. And when they play for free, they play hurt. But all of a sudden, they get millions of dollars. And they don't want to play hurt. Amen. So Amen. I, I just don't get it. But, you know, again... Um, we're sitting on the sidelines uh, judging them, and we're not in the game. So, yeah. but I, I just wish they show up and play. I, I go along with that because when I played hockey in high school and college, right, it was the same thing. It was the camaraderie of the guys. You know, that was my number right. one thing was the, the friendships and, and the camaraderie I had playing the game. I knew they had my back, right. and I had theirs. And that's number one on right. the team. And um, but but to Minnesota, you know, when they lost that game, I didn't. Justin Fields is he going to stick around? Well, that's my, that's my um, whole thing. He's got he's got more now. He threw the more twice last week, you know. Exactly. He's a, I call him Kyler Murray Jr. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, again, I know they're trying to redefine the quarterback position by saying that a guy is five ten, five eleven. You know, there was one Doug Flutie. There will never be another Doug. Thank Flutie. you. Um, I think you're right on it, that. It, right. <clears throat> it's just that simple. The quarterback position. I mean, I, I understand when you have an arm. And you have the you know the forty two to see the game and, and read mm-hmm. defenses. Mm-hmm. But if you're not six four, two hundred and forty pounds, you're not gonna be that great of a quarterback because everybody on the other side of the ball is bigger than you. And that's the one thing everybody. you look at. Look at like Josh Allen at six six, two forty five, right. right? Stuff like so you can look over the line and see what's going on. That's right. the part I always got me. You know, but I don't think Justin Fields or Kyler Murray ever took their time. They went through the play and threw it and they've caught it, they caught it. Because they wanted to right. run. Both of them wanted to right. run. You know, that, right. that spectacular run Kylie Murray had against the Raiders, you know, uh, a year or two back, right? And it was incredible. Right. He ran 50 yards to go for three. Right. <laughs> you know, and stuff exactly. like that. And put your career at risk. Yeah, put your career in jeopardy and what have you, okay? Um, so w- let's do this right now, too. Let's go back to the temperature of the dealership. Have you got a lot of folks in there today? Oh, yeah, we're humping and bumping. I'm upstairs with Lisa in the finance office. Had to recap a couple of deals. I'm shipping a car to Chicago. Oh, uh, hi, Lisa. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? Oh, why? If I had a tail, I'd be wagging it. By golly. I <laughs> <laughs> get to say hi to you. All right, Mo. Lisa's listening. Everybody's listening. Our favorite moment that we always have together every Saturday morning. Everyone's heard of the Nobel Prize. You have the scientists. You have the mathematicians. You had the know-it-alls. But let's get back down to earth. And who today gets the Nobel Prize? I'm going to nominate Lisa in our finance department. Lisa, Lisa is new with us. She just joined the team. But she's oh, doing an outstanding job. That I'm going to so nominate cool. her for the Nobel Prize. The Nobel Prize today goes to Lisa in finance. So yes, indeed, both folks. Lisa, you have a wonderful one. And let's give Lisa a quick one joke. Are you ready, Lisa? I'm ready. Okay. How does a hamburger... Introduce his girlfriend. Oh, I have no idea. Hi, meet Patty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a look from production. Oh, 
I just, funny, my, no, I just got the weirdest look from production, Steve. Will you do me a it's favor? Funny, my house, it's funny. My housekeeper name is Patty. Oh, I love it. She'll love that joke. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much, Mo. We'll talk to you next week. Ladies and gentlemen, right. we're coming back up on break once again here. Enjoy our sponsors. That was a great segment. Enjoy our sponsors, and I promise you, we'll be right back. Here we are back for the third period already on the fast moving, the ultra dramatic Shoeshine Mike Radio Hour. I'm right here with you, production Steve's on the boards. We just talked to Mo Bell, and I'm telling you, Arrowhead BMW, same day service. Go in, go to arrowheadbmw.com. They'll put you together with a good person, will help you, the service advisor, and they also have mobile service. So if you're at home, you're in your office, something needs to be taken care of in the car. Go to airlightbmw.com, set up the appointment. They will come out on a mobile service to take care of whatever the problem is. One of the many benefits of doing business with the Arrowhead BMW, right off the 101 freeway on Union Hills Drive, or like I say in a commercial, go to airhoodbmw.com, discover the car of your dreams, and cruise off into the Arizona sunset. I want to start off this segment here. We're going to do sports, as you all know already. And uh, one thing I want to talk about now, I have... For a while, it has not been to the point where I see the Cubs coming into coming into Phoenix, playing the D-backs, and they both need this game. They both need this game in order to uh, to continue going on. And are they both going for a wild card? I didn't really check the Cubs. I know the D-backs are. The the, the D-backs are. The Cubs still have a, a chance to win the division. Yeah. Um, they can still catch up to Milwaukee, but I think they're they're vying for the wild card spot. I think Milwaukee will hold on to it. You think Milwaukee will yeah. hold on to it? Uh, I know that if the um, – if the Cubs lose tonight, the Dodgers will go into their spot or something something to that effect. They need the Cubs to lose. So, uh, you know, just that's just to make Chet feel good to, to mention <laughs> that. So, it, but, well, let's take a look at that. You're a big D-backs fan, okay? Yep. And, uh, and they came from nowhere, and then all of a sudden they went through a really horrible period, really. You know, they started losing. They, they, they were up at the All-Star break and everything. What's going on there? Well, I think a lot of it, I mean, there was a lot of, you know, uh, upside going into the season. Nobody <laughs> thought that they would be doing that well. Really? Um, they have a lot of young talent. Uh, they were calling up a lot of people um, from their farm system, which is fantastic. They've rebuilt that over the last few years. Yeah, they've done a really I, good job with it, too. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think that, that dip that they had, I, you can see the you know the inexperience from the team. Um, some of the veterans weren't weren't uh, hitting as well either. Mm-hmm. Their mm-hmm. hitting disappeared completely. Huh. Uh, um, and, and pitching pitching. actually stays strong through that, except for the bullpen. That's yeah, usually the bullpen issue. was pretty good. All, all but through I, I don't know. Lately, now their issue has been the starting pitching. They've okay. got a lot of uh, injuries and that kind of okay. thing. But Gallon well, isn't pitched as well. Perfect Saturday night to go to the ballpark. No, absolutely. Perfect Saturday yeah. night. You got the Cubs in town, and I'm quite certain the Cubs will be represented well at Chase Field. Tonight. They always are. They always, it's always are. always a huge you crowd know, for them. You yes. get, yeah, you get certain crowds from Midwest and stuff like the Cardinals, the Brewers. If they come to town. It's loaded. Yankees, Tigers. Yeah, I, I mean, s- certain certain crowds like that. Uh, hopefully, with the team doing well, the the, the the fans will show up for the Diamondbacks. But usually, a, a team like the Cubs or the Dodgers is usually like a sixty forty split. Okay, here's a big question. And tomorrow, you got the Giants coming to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Okay, right. and uh, you think the Cardinals are ready for them? Um, 
And think, they were think... shut out last week by the Cardinals. At least Arizona scored some points. <laughs> I, I will say this. The defense was was a bright spot for the It really for was. The they really played they, good. They had some mistakes with the penalties. Um, it, it, was, it was a little disheartening, but I think it was more they were just – Anxious and they, they wanted to set the tone of being aggressive, which was which is nice. So you, okay. you take some of those penalties. Um, the offense looked terrible. Yeah, it, it, and I understand that Dobbs was only there f- for like a week and a half, and he only had a few practices under his belt. Yeah, but it kind of looked like Kingsbury was still calling plays for the offense. I still think he made a mistake getting rid of Colt McCoy. I really do. If they wanted to win, I, I honestly, from from my my vantage point, I don't think that he would be the difference between them winning and losing. You don't really. The only thing I would say is those two fumbles the Dobbs had. All right. Maybe a veteran like Colt McCoy doesn't lose those. Okay. Which then, yeah, w- might have led to a win. But I don't think he's going to go out there and chuck it down the, the field 40 yards every, you know. So it's, n- it's not going to be that much of a difference. Okay. We'll go back to the game in just a second. But I'm just looking at, you know, the Jets when Aaron Rodgers went down, which was a big shame. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't Colt McCoy be a person considered going to the Jets? Well, that that was um, my idea for the Jets. I think you roll with with Zach Wilson. Do you? Okay. And you bring in a veteran like like Colt McCoy. Yeah. If the rails fall off for him because it, it has the opportunity, you saw it last year where he just he wasn't the guy. Then you can bring in you know a Colt McCoy. There's there's a couple other names out there. Carson Wentz is one of them. I Carson Wentz, Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Uh, and uh, the, I I think Wentz would be a great backup. No, I, I think you. I think if you bring him in and he competes for the starting job, I think he might be able to take it. I, I don't think Wilson is the guy. They're not okay. going to go to the uh, Super Bowl with Wilson. No, I don't either. And I don't think he's going to help them even get to the playoffs, to tell you the truth. I, I just don't. I think the team is good enough to get to the playoffs with him. Okay. There's I was a thinking, lot of talent on that offense, and that defense is fantastic. You've got yeah. some receivers that are second to none, but that D. Sauce Gardner alone is worth the price of admission. Yeah. You know, Detroit boy, of course. And uh, – and I watched him when it, when we played the Jets last year. I watched him. Right? I watched. Him. Do have a really good team. I like the coach and, too. Yeah, the coach, yeah, he's, he's got he's got him playing hard, uh, just just like Campbell, you know, yeah. in Detroit. He, yeah, he's got well, Robert in the system. Soleil, the coach yeah. there, is yeah. also a Detroit boy. You know, <laughs> a lot of people don't know that, but he he grew up in the same area where Aiden Hutchinson went to school, hmm. my Dearborn Divine Child High School. Um, okay, well look at that, and the Cardinals. They're going for the draft pick. I can't help it. I have to say it. I think they're trying to stay competitive. Um, I, I think I don't they're think, trying to stay competitive. You're tanking. such a diplomat. I, I don't think they're tanking. I, I will say this. I, I don't think they're actually actively tanking. I think the coach is instilled. He's trying to instill a culture there, and you can't tank and try to, to build on a culture. Okay, well, we're changing. But, you're changing your name from Production Steve to Diplomatic Steve. But the talent on the team isn't yeah. there, so they're going to lose the games regardless. Oh, I, you know, that's the best point you've brought up, which is pretty and much it's, true. It's, it's, it's and it's 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 Baker can do it by himself. <laughs> it's right? ideal for him because they have Houston's pick. So if Houston does terrible, and they're they're you know high in the they're going to get back to back picks maybe you know one two maybe mm-hmm. depending on if you want to take Caleb Williams next year or if you mm-hmm. want to keep Murray, then you can trade the pick, get a lot more draft capital, and build the offensive and defensive line. Okay, now you got the miners of a university. Of Texas at El Paso coming to <laughs> coming down to Tucson tonight, okay? And the Miners are a good team, right? And the Wildcats came so close to getting Mississippi State last week; they really did. Um, they're right there. I think. Yeah, I think you're, that's a great way to put. It. They're right there. I, I think maybe that's a that's a that's a toss up. I think you know five out of five that you know or five out of ten they're going to win. Okay. That game. I'm kind of looking at this when it's a home game. I, I I always give three points to the home team, no matter how bad they that's are fair, or yeah. whatever they are. Always, always an advantage being the home team. But UTEP's got some nasty defenders, and that's the only thing that makes me think about that because there's secondaries. They, 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 they usually have a good program. Uh, I they think. got two transfers from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's a little bit of a tall order coming to Tucson okay. and, and facing that team. I think the offense is going to play a lot better. I think the defense is going to start coming around. Okay. Okay. All right, let's look at a few other games just for the heck of it. LSU at Mississippi State, forewarned. And that's, a, that's an interesting one. That is. You got LSU's number 14. Um, Mississippi State's been on a bit of a roll, and and I want to see how that goes. But I like that game. Yeah, I, I actually i i would i probably i would probably take Mississippi State in that. I think LSU's uh, they under they underachieved in that first game, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if they're there. I, uh-huh. I just <laughs> they're they're in Starkville now, man. I'm taking Mississippi State myself. Yeah. You know, and uh, we go now eight number eight Washington Michigan State with all the trouble Michigan State's had with the coach. That's a lot of with Mel Tugger. There's yeah. a yeah. Um, I'm saying Washington, not not to be against Michigan State, although I'm a blue, but do you think that's hanging over this team's head? And Washington, number eight, Washington comes in and beats them. I I don't even think they need those distractions for Washington to beat that team. I don't I don't think Michigan State has been quite the program the last few years, and Washington's yeah. always uh, a solid solid is it, team. Isn't it interesting they started sliding after Coach got the big contract? <laughs> that's, that's usually how it goes, right? I don't feel like <laughs> recruiting anymore. <laughs> you know? I always stay home and have a hot tea, you know, and relax. I wish young Josh was here. We got number 11, Tennessee, going to Florida, and I'm seeing sneak attack over I, the horizon. I know Tennessee has kind of lost a lot from last year from that team. That this, mm-hmm. this surprised a lot of people. Uh, they did it a lot better than a lot of people, but I still think – I don't think Florida's – where they want to be right now, the, you know, new coach, new system. I think he's got to take some time to get his 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 system in place. So I, I think Tennessee's going to run away with this one. I in do the too, half. but I think he's putting together a halfway decent team. No, absolutely. But but the Seminoles don't give you time to put a team together. You know, it, it's allowed so many people. A new coach goes to a team, and we want immediate results, and especially in college, especially in college. And um, I, I pray they keep him because he's a good coach. Oh, it's yeah. going to take a year or two to put it together. Jim Harbaugh took three years to put that team together. So we'll see on that. Let's give one more because this is one of my favorites. Florida State is at Boston College. Florida State's been on a big roll. Florida State looks like the real deal. They really yeah. do. But Boston College today is celebrating the person known as the Bandana Man. And uh, during the 9-11 attacks, this guy went into the building constant times, pulling people out, getting people together. And he kept yelling out, those who can stand, grab somebody and get them out of here. And he never made it out. They never found him. So they dedicate this. Um, I think they were playing now, and I think Boston College went up a little bit and, um, and everything. But I think that's pretty cool for a college to adopt a hero that's not from their town, actually. It's Boston and no, New York yeah. have a bit of a rivalry in the world, but this precedes any of that. No, absolutely. And, uh, and the bandana, man. I think that's very cool for the crowd. For All proceeds go to the 9-11 Commission. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's incredible. Well, those are a good slate of college games we just went through. Michigan will beat Bowling Green. The only we'll hassle, see. We'll see. Michigan's no. <laughs> favored by 40. Never bet on Michigan when they're over, over 30 points. You know, right? take take the other team in the points. <laughs> We're gonna go back on break. We got some great NFL news and games coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Do me a favor once again: sit, relax, do some exercises, lift some weights, and then come back for section four of the Shoeshine Micro Radio Hour. <laughs> Okay, here we are. As they say in the big games, this is the fourth quarter. Who's going to win? Who ain't going to win? 
You will win if you go to Arrowhead BMW of Glendale off the 101 Freeway and Union Hills Drive. And that's the good people. You've heard Mo Bell, and I'm sure Lisa's going to get a kick out of, out of being on the radio this morning. But you heard Mo Bell talk about the battery life, just taking out the cells instead of the whole battery. I think that's a great, great, great idea. And they're wonderful people. So, you know, go to arrowheadbmw.com and find out what you're missing. Okay. All right, you ready? Let's talk some football, Stephen. Always always ready to talk football. All right, now we did talk about the Cardinals with the Giants coming in a little bit, so we took care of the hometown team. My team's crazy. My team's just nuts right now. And the Seattle Seahawks, who got beat with no mercy by the Rams last week, which I thought was incredible. They're yeah, I thought the Rams weren't supposed to be good. I thought yeah. Seattle was supposed to be good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's your division we're talking about. It's the Cardinals division we're talking about. But they go to Detroit, Michigan tomorrow to play in Ford Field. And you can't get a seat. You can't get a breath of fresh air inside that dome. And I'm wondering, the Lions are favored five and a half points. Is that too many? I don't think so. What do you think, Stephen? I think it'll be a nice, uh, a tough contested game. I think Seattle will come, come to play. But uh, I, I, I would say Lions by, by seven. I'm, I'm looking at that because when we played them last year, we lost Seattle 48 to 45. Very close game. Wonderful game. I mean, there's some nasty beating on going there. And I expect that tomorrow also, now that Bobby Wagner is back uh, with Seattle. But Detroit's got a couple of tough little boys themselves in there now. And that whole backfield, that entire back, uh, defensive back is just covered. Gardner, you know, Gardner Johnson, Brian Branch, right? Sutton from Pittsburgh. And, of course, Kirby Joseph. And t- oh, come on. Come on now. Um, it'll be a whole different ball game. But I'm looking at the defensive line because Seattle's, That's be two, the key. Yeah. Seattle's two tackles aren't playing. You know, and some guy named Aiden Hutchinson just might get a big he old He might have a leg. career day. Six, I think, six, six sacks, you know. <laughs> it's, and actually, with the, the line they have right now, it's possible because Gino doesn't like to run from from uh, uh, defensive backs. You know? No, he gets, he, gets, he gets scared. And I think that, thank you, because I'm looking at that, and I'm saying if they hurry him up, he'll throw the interceptions, you know, and because that's what happens. It works on that. We're both, uh, we're both enamored with the Detroit Lions. Well, you're picking him. I'm enamored. Okay. Chicago Bears, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay beat Minnesota last week. Okay. Is Chicago going to improve at all? Uh, I'm going to take a dig at uh, young Josh here. Yeah. Leave it to the Chicago Bears to make Jordan Love look like the next Aaron Rodgers. Isn't that hard? <laughs> or, you finally get Aaron Rodgers out of the division, so you think that the Bears might have a uh-huh. shot to, to – to win against the Packers and they still can't do it and then you had Mo comparing Justin Fields to Kylie Murray you know I mean this is a day for comparisons ladies and gentlemen I'm taking the Bucks at home I Mike Evans and and uh, I think it's just going to be too good there yeah I think uh I think Baker Mayfield yeah. I think he's going to have a resurgence here I think he's going to lead that team I think they'll make the playoffs and I like I like that game he was with with the Rams last year we thought it was over and he came back and won oh yeah so. yeah I, I think he game. still has a lot of upside yeah all right, my upset pick of the day. You ready? I'm ready. I am taking Jacksonville over. Over, mind you, the Kansas City Chiefs. The spread's only three points. They're in a home ground. Uh, I think tr- I think Lawrence is ready for this game. I, I think Jacksonville is ready for the game. Uh, Doug Peterson is that team playing really well. Uh, yeah. Since the second half of the last season, they, they've been playing out of their minds. They've mind. been playing out of their minds. They and Detroit are on the same kind of trajectory, I think. You know, But you look at that. The coach has got them going. I will say Kansas City is getting Kelsey and uh, Chris Jones back. So yeah, but I don't think that's really going to help him. I think Kelsey. I, I think that'll help the offense a lot more. Well, I think Kelsey's going to be hurt a little bit. 
He'll be hurt a little bit, but I mean, you still have the, the attention to him. Uh, it'll, it'll open up the game for for uh, Mahomes. You, know, you think make, so? Make some other throws. I, who you picking? And I also don't think that um, uh, Kadarius Tony is going to drop that many balls again this week. I think I think Tony and and Mr. Andy Reid had a few words this week. I think week. they did, and I don't I, think I don't think a, he's going to drop that many no, balls. this I, week. I don't, th- I don't think it, he put glue on his cheeks to make sure that ball was <laughs> good. <laughs> We're going to Freddie Blitnikoff your cheeks here. You know, um, I'm going to stick with Kansas City. You're going to stick with Kansas City. Back. Um, but that's I think gonna it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be close, a three-point game somewhere in there. I like it, but I'm going to go with Jacksonville still because I just feel it. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing against Kansas City or anything because we already beat them. We don't care about just that. Think Jacksonville's on the right. Oh, I love saying that yeah. so casually. Yeah, we already beat the Chiefs who won the Super Bowl <laughs> last year, and they hung the banner in their state. I mean, we beat them. Oh, my God. I can't come down. I can't come down from that one yet. Okay, well, we'll both we'll go down there. The Niners and the Rams. They're at the Rams, all right? And what the Rams did last week kind of impressed me a little bit, Matthew Stafford. Um, and I'm looking at the Niners coming in. I'm expecting a tough game. Of course, Niners favored. Well, what do you, are you looking at anything there? We're still in the same division now. Well, the, the, what I'm looking at is since uh, Shanahan and McVay have been in the division together. Uh-huh. Shanahan right. has had McVay's number. Uh, I think that he's won pretty much every matchup except for the, the championship game. Right. Um, I think it's going to continue. I think the Niners are. I think they're the team this year. Is it they're, they're too good. Um, I think it's going to expose a little bit on the Rams. I, I, I think the Rams do have some issues, but it's going to be a good game. Uh, yeah, always those, those those games, those division games like that in in the West, the, the NFC West, they're always good games. Okay, Rams in Seattle last week. Did the Rams win because they were they, because the Seattle was just that bad that day? Because Stafford threw for over three hundred. No, I, I think a lot of people are uh, undervaluing what the Rams are this uh-huh. year. I think they're going to be a lot better than a lot of people think they are. Okay, now I'm going to go along with that. Is Cooper Cup playing yet? Yeah, still uninjured. I think he's still injured. I think he's yeah. still on the injured reserve too. All right, Sunday night, baby. Sunday night. You got Miami at New England. Now, Miami's playing great. Miami's playing great. New England's sneaking up there a little bit because New England came back a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, they they looked uh, they looked good. They did. They did. For, they for losing, they looked good. For for losing, it looked good. All right, yeah. it's just like the Cardinals, you know. The defense looked good last week. Mm-hmm. The offense, not too much. Um, but let's look at this game. They're playing up there. They're up there. The weather's nice and beautiful. Tua, Mac Jones, who's your call, buddy? What do you think? I think I think New, uh, New England's going to find a way to, to win this game. Uh, I think they're going to the, – their biggest key, I think, is to stop – uh, Tyreek Hill. That guy's that guy's a freak. He's not he's not human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's their biggest their biggest uh, uh, asset is if they can stop him. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I can kind of go along with that. Um, does Mac Jones have it with the right coach now? He's got Bill O'Brien up there as offensive coordinator, not Matt Patricia. Yeah, that w- that was a weird. Let's make situation. a defensive guy our offensive coordinator. Um, you know, because he just got fired from Detroit. So let's just see. And he's a defensive guy. Let's put him defensive playing guy. calls. But yeah, ah, sure. Bill Belichick um, is taking no, a I think Matt Jones, Bay or Aspirin. <laughs> I think Matt Jones is actually a really good uh, NFL quarterback, and I think with Bill O'Brien and somebody uh-huh. who actually knows offense yeah. is going to do well. You know, I've got, I got Matt Jones in the same build and caliber as Heineke, right? But he looks a lot like Ryan Tannehill, too. Hmm. The way how big he is and the way he throws. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think he's one of those kind of quarterbacks that um, – Josh Allen. He's, he's not going to He's not going to lose you games. He's not going to wow you with numbers or anything, but but he's going to make solid plays, uh, uh-huh. checkdowns, you know, he, he's going to keep he won't turn the ball over and you, you can win games. Okay. Okay. 
Well, that's our sports picks now. There's one more movie I want to mention because we got a couple of moments left here. Expendables 4 is coming out there, Stephen. And uh, apparently Barney's last one. Stephen uh, Sylvester Stallone says this will be his last one. And, uh, okay, but then you got the usual crew, Jason Statham and Terry Crews, uh, Ronda Rousey, I think, is going to be in this one, too. Uh, and they got a lot of guest stars and what have you. And um, they wonderfully can wear out a franchise just by having action and people shooting everybody up and blowing up mountains. I, I mean, it's just always a good time. I mean, but, you, yeah. you, you, don't need, you don't need that much of a story. You just go in and, and, and expect a, a good good time with action. <laughs> All right, you and I think the same way because I'll go watch a movie just to watch everybody go crazy. You know, I, you know I, I, there, there are some I just watched, like uh, John Wick. John Wick, that's you a know, perfect example. That it is, and, and uh, we're even getting to Equalizer. Mm-hmm. You know, and we go to see what he's going to do. You know, it's like the old James Bond mentality when I was a kid. How's he getting out of this one? <laughs> How's he going to get out of this hassle here? And, of course, Sean Connery, the real James Bond, um, <laughs> always seemed to get out of it with an absolutely beautiful girl around his arm at the same time, right? Who didn't want to be like that? <laughs> you know, when you had these kids, we're all kids, right? We're between 10 and seven, ten and 15. Yeah, we want to be like that. Expendables will be coming out really soon, so we'll go ahead and go with that. And we're coming up on another week almost. How close are we? You got, got a minute left? Okay. The lady kept talking about the temperatures are in the 90. Keep hydrating. Keep hydrating. Don't don't let a lot of things fool you, especially if you're from out of town and think, well, it cooled off. It's not 120 anymore. Um, well, it, it could be because it's Phoenix. Um, so we'll let that go. The big storm last week didn't bother my neighborhood at all and killed everybody else because I live by the airport and there's no rain at the airport anytime. But do me a favor this week. Enjoy yourselves. Have a good time this week, and above all, shine on you, crazy diamonds. Get the cool, get the cool, shine.